so heavy and sipping on the coffee like it's life support. Yeah. Everybody's lost in their days and they're lost in their life and they're calling it all the daily sacrifice. Hello, and welcome to Nickel Park. Uh, this is a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life, and I'm your tour guide, Luke. And I'm your tour guide, Joshua. I'm your tour guide, Ben. Breaking news, breaking news. Oh, shoot, there's breaking news. You've broken the news. The news is broken. Everyone flee. Josh is breaking the news. Uh, there's, a, there's an update on the stump. Oh. Stump lady's back? Yeah. No, no, she's not back, but uh, I was pulling into my driveway the other day and I noticed that there is a large, like, softball size red spray painted circle on the stump, like the street side of the stump. Okay. And I need to know if this is like Mushroom Hunter code or. Mm -hmm. That is exactly what I was thinking it was. Yeah, gotta be. It's like, uh, it means this house is safe. The people won't chase you off their lawn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you driven around the neighborhood looking for other dots? No, but I, you... I have been paying attention the past couple of days now, but I haven't seen any yet. You said it's a red? Yeah, just a like red a red circle. Yeah, just a red circle Okay, right on the side of it. I'm thinking maybe circle means uh, safe. You know, like you can mm-hmm. you can pick this stump, but red means been picked. Wait, wait oh. until they regrow. So like a red X would be picked it, but it was dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> picked it, but it was risky. Yeah. And then like a black X, black means death. That means the person picked it, it was dangerous, and they died. Bad shrooms, yeah. And then I guess green would just be you're really nice and you're tagging i'm like oh i have enough mushrooms there's there's shrooms here you can have Mm, yeah free pickings here yeah you gotta worry i mean a red circle you gotta worry josh that maybe the lady did beef it like she picked she picked your mushrooms and then she beefed it and the rest of the mushroom circle were like oh no daisy beefed it we gotta mark this stump so that no one else goes back and tries to eat them. Oh, see, I was thinking maybe I was now a target for the mushroom mafia. Well, maybe, maybe some of that too. Maybe I think they, I think they know the risks of the field that they're in. You know, if you're out wild mushroom snatching, you got to be. It's like if you're a skydiver, or like a base jumper, you know what you're getting into. Exactly. What do you think? Do you think mushroom hunt, ur, urban mushroomers like do it for the same thrill? Like, what a rush! It's gotta be. It's gotta be. You eat one, and then you just have like I guess a few hours to see what happens. Mm-hmm. You just sit on your couch, just like in, in anticipation. Right. You have three options. One, you become a little healthier. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, you trip balls, and three, you die. I guess. Oh, so, so maybe there's a third color. So you got black for death, red for good, but picked, green for still some there, 
And then purple, maybe, for... Yeah, it would be purple. It wouldn't even be a circle at that point. Like, it'd just be some spray paint. Right. <laughs> just purple spray like, paint. If, as, as long as it's not a circle, that means it's the, it's the, it's the trippy kind. That's true. They might have their colors a little mixed up. It might just be like, I don't know, mashed potatoes smeared on there that they thought right. was spray paint. But you can tell, yeah, you can tell a lot about just the level of a trip that you're going to go on based on what they managed to achieve. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. So if it is just mashed potatoes, it is not mm-hmm. worth it. Uh-uh. Yeah. Although... You might find some mashed potatoes, I guess. Oh man! So yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on in my neck of the woods. That is pretty exciting. Buried, buried pretty deep. The meaning of this, because I did a whole search, searched the whole internet, and then the uh, the dark internet, and also mm-hmm. the upside down. Nothing. No one knows what this means. Interesting. So clearly, they're keeping it off off the web, right? Well, while Ben dives into that, I got a I got a question for y'all. Uh, it's it's a real thinker. Um, if you could have a stat or stats on any aspect of your life, um, what would you want it to be? Is this something I can go and check whenever I want, or is it like a credit score where I can only go every now and then? No, it's like a running uh dashboard of analytics that you can look at. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I've got one. It's a little blue, but I would like to know the distance if you strung it out that I've pooped. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Because okay. uh, then, well, one, I mean, that's got to be a shocking statistic in general. Uh, and two, then I would know each day sort of what I had done. Right. You can um, find the average. Yeah, like it'd be like you've walked 10,000 steps today and you have managed to extract, oh, wow, four feet from yourself. Like, whoa, that's a doozy of a day. I it, On a similar note, I get, well, not that similar. I, I want to know how many like pounds of food I've mm. had, you know? Yeah, that's good. If you wanted to get real morbid, you could know... How many, just like how many animals have had to die for the food that you've eaten? <laughs> just to remind yeah. yourself of the, mm-hmm. you know. Just you a know, total. The, the impact you've had on the world. Right. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a running count of living things that have become non-living because of me. Because of your wastefulness. Maybe it's cutting down a tree. Maybe it's stepping on an ant. Maybe it's like mm-hmm. you said, eating multiple, multiple, multiple chickens. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to know. <laughs> it would be an interesting number. I bet it would be shockingly high. It would be shocking. Because if you're counting like insects and like even plants, then it's huge. Right. Inverse of that, it would be nice to know how many smiles you've caused. Oh. Mm-hmm. How many times someone smiled because of you? And if your number's real low, you got some work to do. True. And if it's real high, I don't know. I don't know how you tell what's high and what's low, though. I guess if it's in the single digits, you got some things to consider, but. (laughs) I think if it's like, I don't know, seven a week, one person a day, like that's obtainable. Yeah. 
I'd like to know how long I've spent in the air. <laughs> like not counting not counting flights cuz you're sitting on a thing. I mean, right. N- nothing holding me. You want to know airtime. Every time I've ever jumped or fallen. Yeah, I want to know that. Total airtime. There would have been I'm trying to think like if we were looking at a bar graph of your life, there would have been a substantial spike when yep. you all got the trampoline. True. <laughs> And then this summer, there would be a huge spike Yes, when you went skydiving. Very much the tallest spike. For height, but not for time. Mm-hmm. For, well, if it's a day-by-day thing, I mean, it was definitely going to be yeah, huge for time. If you bounce on the trampoline for 30 minutes, you spend most of that time in the air. I think you'd spend more time uh, in the air on a trampoline yeah. than you would skydiving. Because that was only like five minutes total. Interesting. True. That see, I would like to see it. I would like to see it as a line graph with a total number at the end. Would you want to know how many days you have left? Nope. Mm. Nope. No. 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 Absolutely not. Hmm. I think I would. Are you serious? I don't know. I feel like it'd be a powerful tool. It'd be a powerful tool as long as it was like more than three. Yeah. <laughs> if it came back and it was less than 10, suddenly I feel like I've wasted my statistic. My genie wish yeah. uh, was really wasted. <laughs> and then I'm just super stressed. And then I'm watching the number mm-hmm. count down because then I know. Like, it starts off at 10, but as soon as you see the 10, it goes to 9 because you just, the stress. Right. You changed your own fate for the yeah. worst. Well, maybe maybe the number would have been like sixty years, but then because you opted to look at it, it was Ex- a much lower number. Exactly, that's what <clears throat> I'm saying. Don't want to risk that. That's a good point. All right, after that, can after that? No, I guess I wouldn't. It'd be more fun uh, to know. To, this one seems well. This would be impossible because you could. There's so many workarounds, but to know like how many of a specific thing left you have in your life to eat. Like I'm gonna, you're only gonna eat six more chicken legs mm. in your lifetime. But then maybe you stop eating them because you're like, well, I only got six more. I'm gonna save those for when I'm in my 90s, and then right, or I'm never gonna eat the sixth one and live forever. Right, and then what's that? <laughs> the number mysteriously goes down to five as soon as you vocalize that thought. Yeah, <laughs> like oh no. I think I think the idea of the stats are that it's past stats, but the idea of future yeah. stats are interesting. <laughs> future stats mm-hmm. is way more fun. Like I want to know how many people I'm gonna fight, <laughs> so I can start prepping now. That's a if it's more than one. If it's more than zero, yeah. I have some work to do. Hmm. I'd also like to know the combined weight of all the people I'm going to fight to see if, like, yeah, maybe I brawl a bunch of children or if somehow a bunch of large men are going to attack me. <laughs> or the outcome. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd like yeah. to see my record. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see total volume of air inhaled. Like, how much... Mm. How much volume of, of air have I held in my lungs throughout my life? It's got to be enough to fill like a yeah, like a blimp or something. What could you fill up with all the air you've yeah. moved? It's I bet it's more than a blimp. That would be that's a lot of air. It is a lot that's of air. That's a weird thought. Sorry, I was gonna say it's a weird thought that uh, most of the air that you've inhaled has probably already been in someone else's lungs. 
I that brings up a crazy stat that I mm-hmm. now will share. Um, mm-hmm. Some scientist with way too much time on his hands ca- calculated the rough estimate of like atoms uh, in the world and then atoms that could possibly make up humans mm-hmm. and averaged it all out or did whatever. And basically you have... You more than likely have something in the ballpark of like a million atoms that every other person has had from the past. Wait, okay, okay. Like, Jesus, you more than likely share one million-ish of the exact same atoms that were in his body. Atoms, right. Whether he, you know, excreted it or bled it or... yeah. Genghis Khan, hundred. They're the same atoms are inside of you right now, more than likely. That's nuts. Someone needs to show that man YouTube or any gaming console. (laughs) Well, he did find YouTube because that's where I saw it. Oh no, he's still doing that. That's got to be. You say rough estimate. That's got to be a really rough estimate. Right? I mean, like, yeah, you probably share like trillions with one guy and maybe like 35 with some other guy, but like on average, it's something like a million. Ooh, could, uh, um, we're going to go ahead and just trademark this and copyright it and all the things. It's ours now. Instead of doing a DNA test, could is there a way to do an atom test? Mm. Is that the next big mm-hmm. thing? Go all the way down to the atomic level, mm-hmm. the molecular level and say like- See, I'm, it's history. Yeah. Where did all these atoms come from? Yeah, where all have they been? You may be mm-hmm. related to George Washington, but all your atoms come from Benito Mussolini. So, whoops. Right. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang. Like a blue whale. Yeah. <laughs> your atoms yeah, that too. Come from a T-Rex's turd. <laughs> <laughs> You see this tiny little tip of my pinky? Yeah, those atoms. Dino turd. That's yep. all turd right there. Pretty proud of it, too. <laughs> so that's something. Yeah, that is something. Should we go make some money? Yes. Yeah, I could use some. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ad Booth. Uh, We're here to make money, and you're here to listen about some new, exciting products and companies. Uh, We like to go big and then go home, and our go big this week is B-dubs, that is Buffalo Wild Wings. Nice. Yes. Um, So, Buffalo Wild Wings, for the longest time, has served exclusively chicken wings. Um. In, at least in the wing department. But some of the execs were thinking like, hey, what's so wild about chicken wings? Everybody's doing that. It's not, it's it's nothing not out wild. of the box. Yeah, not that wild. So now they're coming out with their new wild wings line. Yes. Mm. You may be asking, what are these wild wings? What are these wild wings? Oh, thank you for asking, Joshua. <laughs> Anything that has wings. Mm-hmm can be fried up and sauced up and then eaten up. Right. And that's what they're doing. 
any basically any kind of wing you can think of. Big wings, little wings, m- medium wings, mm-hmm. weird wings, all of it. Skinny wings, X wings, fat wings. Let's get into it. What uh, they sent you all the menu, right? Oh yep. yeah. Yep. Uh, you let's uh, just go through a few. Yep. Penguins. Super stoked about these guys. Um, when. You- <laughs> Uh, yeah, super stoked about these guys. Um, it's great because when they give it to you, it looks like a platter on top of another platter. Mm-hmm. It's like a rowing mm. oar on your on your plate, but but it's got hot sauce all over it. And it's so tasty. It's like a flatbread buffalo wing chicken pizza, but it's a penguin wing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and can't tender. get enough of these guys. So tender. tender. Oh my gosh. Because they're not working all day long trying to hold themselves up in the air. They're just yeah. sitting there keeping themselves warm. Yeah. Waddling to and fro. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, super stoked about these guys. Um, and it's really great because, you know, like, you know how you can get, like, steak fried chicken where it's, like, real thin piece of chicken mm-hmm. with breaded? It's yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. But it, it comes pre-thinned. Um, so, it's, so it's easy to get that crispy edge around it. Uh, That's so awesome. Good. Uh, I'm very excited, uh, and I say very excited because I'm going to go back and do it again because I've already had them, and that is the hummingbird wings. Yes. They mm-hmm. are, it's, I think it's just like the pure size and snackability of them. I had 318 the first time I went just because they're little one bite, one biters, you know? Right. You just grab a handful of them. Yeah. And they're... they're uh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, you'd think they'd be tough because they're flapping around all the all the time, but something about them. I don't know. They got a nice crunch, nice little pop when you bite in. Sunflower seed-esque, I would say. Almost like that, yeah. Like, like the meat part of it is like a little sunflower seed kernel. Yeah, you'd bring them as probably like a like a, a big tray for mm-hmm. people to appetize on. Yeah, those are good. What flavor uh, did you go with on those? Uh, sugar, water. Uh, another one that I really enjoyed, and I've seen a lot of people, uh, kind of a controversial topic that they included it in the menu, but um, flying squirrel wings. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. That is one. controversial. Yeah. They just kind of snip out the membrane between the squirrel's legs, um, which is great because because the squirrels still get to live. They mm. just like sew them back up, right. and now they're just a regular squirrel. They're just regular squirrels. Well, sometimes they'll give them little suits. Mm-hmm. Little hang glider suits. Little wing suits, yeah. Wing suits. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then you get to keep the little the little wings, as it were, and they you know they batter them up and and fry them and toss them in that good sauce. Mm-hmm. 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 Airplanes. Those ones are tough to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're bringing a big enough group with you, a little biplane wing goes a long way. Sort of a family platter. Sure. Mm-hmm. So. Family reunion platter at that rate. Not a lot of nutritional value. Rich. I would say they're rich, rich with iron. Rich in iron. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What you need. 
which is yeah important um speaking of big wings uh the ostrich wings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. though mm-hmm. that's kind of mm-hmm. like you and a couple buddies just polish off one and you're about done at that rate yeah yeah thick yeah, fellas real good you feel feel like fred flintstone when you eat one of those bad boys yeah and the bone is real satisfying to hold they got bats mm-hmm um toucans uh zillion zillion kinds of insects oh yeah yeah the toucans is fun because they do make them taste like fruit 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 loops and that is mm-hmm. a good time batter them up That's in crushed fun. fruit loops that is a fan favorite actually though pretty it sounds really good doesn't that it? sounds pretty good <laughs> i want an oreo I, battered in crushed up fruit loops and pancake batter fried mm-hmm, mm-hmm, on a plate mm-hmm. and then in my mouth mm-hmm. yep Mm. I don't know Luke if I does want not. that. I don't. I don't. That sounds like too many things for me. More of a salt man. You just want a salted Oreo. Well, I just take Oreos out of the equation. Just give just me a salt, a Dorito. Yeah. So that is Wild Wings, uh, brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, check them out. They're in all of their locations right now. Um, you can also. Order online, Buffalo Wild Wings forward slash Wild Wings. Use code Nickel Park for 10% off. Do you dream of being subpar? Well, we do here at First Try Golf Balls. Uh, First Try Golf Balls is a local organization here in the Durham Raleigh area, and they are specializing in hole seeking golf balls. Do you? Do you find yourself out at the golf course with your peers after, you know, making the big deal with the bankers and and you find yourself kind of lacking on the golf course? Well, First Try is here to help you out because what they are doing is developing golf balls that look like normal golf balls, but then once you hit it, they seek and find the hole that you're going for. And so, so you know, like the name says, First Try. You drive that golf ball and, and straight into the hole it goes, and now you're looking like an ace out on the court course. So we're going to talk about some of the great things that they're doing and, uh, and so that hopefully you'll, you'll be enticed into going out and getting some of, some of their first try golf balls. Are you guys excited about these, these good balls? I'm incredibly excited because I'll say my first golfing experience um, was difficult. I played a total of nine holes uh, and brought with me nine balls. And I ended the eighth hole with zero balls. <laughs> so when I say I played nine holes, I did not play nine holes. I had lost them all <laughs> by the eighth hole because I am very inaccurate. And I think I would have had a much better time if the ball was just going in each time instead of going elsewhere. So have you have you used these balls? I haven't had a chance to try it on an official golf course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I I went out uh, in the in the field near our apartment complex and dug a small hole and kind of slapped them around um, with a baseball bat that I had. Just don't have any golf clubs either. Uh, but it still worked. I drained wow. like nine, ten in a row, and was like, "Yep." This this is good. I'll bring them on my next my next golf trip. 
Oh yeah, I also I uh I am uh forced once a year to play golf uh on a company outing. Forced is a strong word. It is an enjoyable experience, but it would be more enjoyable if my ability to put the ball in the hole was better. So, I mean, this is going to totally change those. I'm going to go from a D player to at least a B player, right? Like, I don't want to make it seem like I overnight became... Mm-hmm. Like, you got to be careful with these. It's right. not cheating. You know, you're allowed to bring your golf ball to the mm-hmm. golf course. But some people might see it as cheating. Right. If you do step up and hit a 75-yard drive... That burns up all the worms, and then the ball just rolls for another 300 yards into the hole. Right. right. You definitely need to practice at least getting the ball airborne. It does help. Yeah. Uh, also, uphill is tough. So, mm-hmm. don't expect, don't hit it down the hill and expect it to then roll up the hill because it's going to struggle, especially if It'll it's wet. It'll do it. It will do it, but it is gonna take a while. Right. I got It's got a zigzag. It's got the hill climb feature. You can get it with a hill climb feature, but mm-hmm. it does zigzag back and forth. Right. Quite a bit. Yeah, your best bet is gonna be the most steep chip. What are they called? Chip? Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. The steepest one you've got, so that as you swing it, the ball wedge. goes essentially vertical wedge. Thank you. You can call it a chip if you want to. You chip you, <laughs> you chip, chip with, with a wedge. wedge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so essentially whenever you hit it, the ball goes almost vertically. And then mm-hmm. at that point you can say, ah, ah lucky wind. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, hey Ben, are you gonna drive with your pitching wedge? Yes, I am. I'm very good with it. Yes, and then, sir, this par five wedge. You you crack it. 80 yards straight up into the air, and it does the 500 forward that it needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we should mention I, there might be some people who had seen like the prototypes uh, when this first came out, and we just need to mention they've they've done a lot of workshopping since then, and they've worked out a lot of the kinks, a lot of the mm-hmm. issues that were previously uh, plaguing their first few sets right. of balls. And there are some different models, so we should tell them about the different models you yeah. can get. Yeah, the first the first couple of of designs were a little overzealous in their definition of hole, mm-hmm. and so you would hit it, and it would maybe go down the uh, the vent of the the house the house's sewer vent next door, you know. And now they've got a golf ball in their in their sewage system, and that's no good. Um, they had wings. In the first design, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> which were diff- made it difficult because they went once the ball went into the hole, the wings were facing backwards, and so it made it difficult for ball removal, especially if it was a tight hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the, obviously the guy who invented them, he had the issue with the first few prototypes. He consumed many balls mm-hmm. um, yeah. against his will. Right, you hit the ball and you go, wow, and it is just, it, it, before you finish the woo, the second woo, right yeah. on the ow, it's, right. it's in there. And it's, they didn't think about, they didn't take diameter into consideration, and so mm-hmm. like, nose holes. Mm-hmm. So many broken right. noses the first couple go around. Mm-hmm. But they've worked all that out. Yeah. They've worked all that it's out. all good yeah. now. They have and switched. It's super, 
go ahead. No, I was just going to say the way it works is um, before you're going to a course, most courses have like a map of their of the course. And so you basically download, there's a little micro USB port, a hidden one inside the golf ball. And so you basically download this map to the golf ball. And so mm-hmm. it knows which hole you're on each, right. each turn. It's pretty simple. Were you going to say something, Ben? Well, I was just going to say they do have uh, a couple different models. Uh, they want the one. So if you want one that will go up and, you know, fly longer on its own, you do have to get the one that originally started with wings, but they transitioned to a helicopter design. It kind of looks like one of those little beanie hats that you can get yep. with this propeller on top. It'll pop out, stabilize, fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is obviously the top tier model. Um, you can get the ones that just have the sort of electromagnetic steering capabilities. Uh, that's just kind of standard, but again, you know, it's not going to be quite as good. Uh, and then, uh, you can also of course get the ones with wheels in them and you can, you can, these are all features you can play with on the website. You can, it's, uh, like a car customization almost like you can pick color and the wheels and the, you know, helicopter blades and the color on the blades and. Put little names and numbers on them. Right. Yeah, and if you get the wheel model, well, really any of these models, you really want to make sure you hit it at least far enough so that your buddies don't see the tiny little Tonka tires come out the side mm-hmm. of your golf ball and mm-hmm. up the hill. Yeah. Unless everyone's playing with them. Well, yeah, true. Uh, also, if you do get the one with the helicopter blades, you do have to register it with the FAA. That's true. That is, uh, that is I would say, the they've had the, the hardest time with that. But they've only had one try to go into a plane, and right. that was a rogue one. That has only that only happened the one time, so yep. no worries there. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. If you wanna if you wanna check them out, you can do that at firsttrygolfballs.com. And if you go onto their website, uh, you can enter the promo code Nickel Park to get ten percent off your purchase of four hundred and fifty or more. Um, so go ahead and check that out. Folks, welcome to the part of the podcast where we solve conventional problems unconventionally. This week, we are solving a problem that thousands and thousands of Americans suffer with, and that is student debt. Um, so many of us out mm. there have just so much, so much student debt from going to college and taking square dancing classes and and stuff like that. Uh, and so now we're trying to figure out ways because clearly Mr. Biden hasn't come through yet. So it's time to take matters into our own hands. Maybe he will one day, but until that day comes, we need to come up with a solution of our own. So we're here to do that. My first thought, personally, is you need to find out who the top dog at your loan lender company is. Mm-hmm. Find, you know, whether it's the CEO or chief loan extraordinaire, you're going to want to find his dog. Um, and then you're going to want to take his dog. Mm-hmm. And then mm. you're going to want to yep. send him a letter saying, please remove all uh, amounts owed from account XYZ in order to receive uh, Bubbles, your your pet. Feeling a little seven psychopathic, seven psychopaths-y. 
can I make a small adjustment? Please. You steal the dog. Great. Mm-hmm. You write him the note. Great. You put down someone else's information that also mm-hmm. has student loans. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's not going to help you, is it? Only what's that? You bring the dog back to him and you're like, I found this dog. Mm-hmm. Whoa. In this person's house. And I saw they were trying to blackmail you. So I decided to nice. rescue your dog. And then he will, of course, send the cops to find the other person. Right. Probably should be someone that you just have no respect for and don't care about <laughs> as a human, I guess, at that point. And then he, out of the gratitude of his heart or her heart, definitely does just help you pay your student loans. That's quite good. So, yeah, white white mailing, you could call it. Is that, yes, is that a thing right. people do? Yeah. Uh, white night mailing. It will be yeah. after this episode. Or, or... It'll get us blacklisted from a lot of different places. Or maybe whitelisted. I'll take, I'll get on any kind of list I can, you know what I'm saying? List me up. (laughs) (laughs) Any of them. Uh, I think, I don't know why no one's tried this, but it's called student loans. None of us are students anymore. Mm. Why are we still being held to these loans when we're not students? Excellent question. I think we got to get them on their word choice, but mm-hmm. legally, right. not a student anymore. That's a loan for, for students. You can't charge me. I'm an adult now, and I, I don't learn anything anymore. I have adult loans. <laughs> yeah. I don't, have time for, I don't have time for these student loans. And then they're going to go try to take your student loans, turn them into adult loans. That's going to get all kinds of tied up in red tape because the banks can't get anything done. And you definitely got a a long reprieve. Here's the argument you hit them with. You'd be like, "Uh, do I get a student discount at the movie theater? Nope. Mm. On Spotify? Uh, No, no. Nope. Therefore, not a student. Can't charge me. That's right. Loophole. You could have Amazon backing you. You don't get a student Amazon account. Exactly. Could you maybe um, this this won't get rid of them completely, but I I guess you could you and maybe like two of your friends could team up and split the cost of college by all dressing in a large trench coat hmm. and just being like a an eleven foot tall guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you all get the same degree together as one guy. Okay. Yeah. Right. And you've bonus. all got the same education. Right. And then you just split the cost of the loans. It doesn't. It doesn't fully fix it, but it it will. It'll drop it significantly. That's yeah. yeah. That's a substantial amount. You can all split the cost of a mortgage together. In mm-hmm. fact, you should just sign up with these these guys or girls just early on and go ahead and just do all of life splitting the cost. That's going to make life way cheaper. Way cheaper. I think twins should be able to do that or like quadruplets or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. If they chose to go down the same path, they should be able to do that for the cost of one person. Do you think, do you think if you and your twin did that for all of college, but like at the end of college, you mm-hmm. walked up to get your diploma, and they gave it to the one twin, and it has the right name on it. And then you were right after him, and you're like, "Where's mine?" And they're like, "Wait mm-hmm. a minute, we don't <laughs> have 
who yeah, I've literally <laughs> been here the whole time. Like I've never lied about my name. Every time the teacher asked, I'd be like, it's no today. It's Steve. And they didn't care. Right. Like I've got the <laughs> education. You have to give me a diploma. That's that, pretty good. They'll be pretty flustered pretty at that point. They may just sign one off the cuff and hand it to you. They got to have spares up there, right? Just in case they forgot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> the dean's got to scribble your name down real quick. Yeah, if you go to a big <laughs> enough college, I think you could do it. Absolutely. Here, okay, going alongside that, you ever seen The Prestige? Mm, yep. You yes. know how the guy clones himself? Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> He clones himself. Uh, you clone yourself, and mm-hmm. then now you have, we, we'll call him the fall guy. That's mm-hmm. the guy that gets all the the crap from your right. life. Mm. He gets your loan bills. He gets your mortgage bills. Mm-hmm. All Pretty much all the bills. Anytime someone tries to spam call you, it goes to this guy. He's just like the catch-all trash can version of you who has to deal with all that, and you can just live your life. Yeah, Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes fame tried mm-hmm. this, uh, and it did, if I remember correctly, it did go very well for him for a little bit and then went very badly. But I think he was a six-year-old kid. Right. As an adult, you could definitely do it. What about Now You See Me? Have you seen Now Me? Now You See Me? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know that scene where they steal all the guy's money and put it in other people's bank accounts? Mm-hmm. Could you do the opposite of that? You just hack, and all the money in your loan goes down. Could you forward the bills to someone who has a lot of money mm-hmm. and make them think that maybe they just that's just another one of their many bills? Yeah, or like maybe you could someone just with write Lamborghini on it for Lamborghini on top <laughs> of your student loans and send mm-hmm. it to. Johnny Depp. Okay. And that dude's got to be paying for a lot of weird stuff. You could definitely do Nick Cage. He's kind of broke, but you could just write like uh, more dinosaur bones dinosaur on it. Dinosaur bones. He'd probably sign it. New leather yeah. jacket. <laughs> another, another full leather bodysuit. <laughs> oh, what if you legally change your name to like mm, Joshua Bezos? Oh, like, hello, I'm your long-lost son from, you know, that one encounter 20-something years ago. And he'll be like, ah, yes, of course. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just looking for this amount as reconciliation. And he'll be like, oh, yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, like a famously, you know, promiscuous maybe rapper or something who mm-hmm. might not remember having a son. Or daughter. And there you go. That's your dad now. Hi. My name's Nikolai Cannon. And I know all <laughs> your kids are like very young, but remember when I was your kid? Please take my loans. Papa, it's me, Benjamin T. Is that- you know, Ice T. Ice T. Uh, Got it. I went straight to Mr. T, which is oh. not even his name. I mean, it is his name. Also not a rapper. You don't know that. About to find out, though. Did I Mr. think T I know rap? that. Mr. T Rap. Did you, did you think that Vin Diesel was an EDM artist? I bet you didn't, but he is. All right, YouTube, we got Mr. T's rap song, Treat Your Mother Right. Oh, see? Get out of here, Luke. You Dang. don't know nothing. All right. That's a good point. I cannot argue with that. It's just 
Let's just prove Luke wrong on a lot of subjects real quick. I mean, you know, islands don't float, right? Yeah, I learned that. I really want to watch this Mr. T video. All right, we should get out of here before things get weirder. Have we helped anyone solve their student loan issue? I think so. Yeah. Um, dog nap. Identity. Dog nap. Uh, Claim uh, famous yeah. dad or mom. Mm-hmm. More Dad's going to be easier because moms typically remember <laughs> when they give birth. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one to I pull mean, over I mean, you could them. sneak yeah. in as a Duggar for sure, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one can't be that bad. Yeah, you're right. Or married to a Duggar. Like, you just say, I'm related. And they're like, oh, geez, yeah, I know. probably, geez. <laughs> good, good, good chance. Could you claim that your all your atoms are dinosaur turds, and you can't charge dinosaur turds for college? <laughs> I'm mostly Mother Teresa, and she's so good. How are you gonna put her in debt? How are you gonna do that? Science proved I'm mostly just a bunch of crab shells. <laughs> you can't possibly charge me for college. I'm kind of Nero, and he had tons of money, so let's just call it even, shall we? I am the money you're charging me, <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for us at Nickel Park. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song. Thanks to Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. Thanks to AMF for having us on the network, if you'd like. You can find us at nickelparktours at gmail.com and say hey, or you can find us on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast or on TikTok at Nickel Park. Go ahead and, and find our, our videos if you're into that sort of thing and, and use our audio. Got some good stuff on there. Until next time, I'm Luke. I'm Joshua. And I'm Ben. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.